Welcome to installment 298 of Sefer Mitzvahs from the Rambam. Today's portion contains two commandments, both relating to a mashkan, an object which has been taken as collateral to ensure repayment of a loan. Positive commandment 199 is that this collateral must be returned to the borrower who is the owner of this collateral at the proper time, at the time he needs it. And prohibition number 240 is corresponding to this positive commandment that one is not allowed to withhold this collateral at the time that the person needs it. As we discussed in yesterday's portion, a person who has given a loan to another person at the time that the loan is due has the right to ask for repayment. Should the borrower not have the money, he is forbidden from entering the person's house or otherwise himself taking security to ensure that he will pay the loan. Rather, he can petition the Bezdin, the Jewish court, who can assign a representative to take some security and give it to the lender as security that the loan will be repaid. However, should it be something that the, that the borrower needs to use, he must return it to him at the proper time. And this commandment to give it back to him when he needs is positive commandment 199. And it depends whether the object is normally used in the daytime or at night. For example, let us, let us say that it is something which he uses in his work, in his job. For example, he is a carpenter. If that's the case, the, the lender can hold on to it the entire night. But first thing in the morning, he must return it to him. He must return it to the borrower in order for him to use. And let's say it is something which is normally used at night, such as bedding. In such a case, he must return it to the borrower at night. And he can hold on to it during the, in the morning time and for the entire day. The Rambam quotes the Mechilta, which shows us that both of these categories are explicitly indicated in the Chumash. In the book of Exodus, chapter 22, verse 25, it is stated, Adbei Hashemesh Tishivenu that you must have it returned to him for the entire day until the sun comes down. And this, says the Mechilta, is referring to something which is used during the daytime, and it must be returned to him for the entire day until sundown. How do we know, asks the Mechilta, that the, the same thing applies for something used at night? We have another verse in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 24, verse 13, which states, Hashiv Toshiv Hashemesh, that you must return to him his garment when the sun goes down. And this is referring to something used at night, such as bedding, which must be returned to him at sunset in order that he can use it at night. And the Rambam concludes, from here we see that if one wants to hold on to an, a security deposit, if it's something used at night, he can only hold it during the day. And something which is normally used during the day, he can only hold at night. But he must return it during its pr the appropriate period when it should be used. A daytime object must be returned during the day. And an object to be used at night must be returned at night. And so too, the Rambam quotes the Sifri, which gives examples of both, saying that if someone has a sugois, which is a heavy garment or a heavy covering used for sleeping, must be returned at night, and a machresha, a plow, must be given back during the day. The Rambam also quotes the Talmudic tractate Makes, which, as we discussed yesterday, explains the concept of a lav shenitak essay 
that there are certain negative commandments which have a remedial positive commandment associated with them. And this positive commandment here will remedy yesterday's prohibition, prohibition 239, where it was stated, that in the book of uh, in the book of Deuteronomy 24.10, it is stated, do not enter his house to take security. This prohibition, however, has a remedial positive commandment to return the security to him. And therefore the Gemara Maka says that if someone transgresses on the prohibition 239 and unlawfully takes security by entering the house of the borrower, he nevertheless does not get lashes since this is the special category of Lav Shenitikla essay. It has a remedial positive commandment and he merely returns the object and does not get lashes. We find the same concept expressed in prohibition number 240. That w Here we have a prohibition from holding on to the security at an improper time. As the Rambam quotes the same concept from a Mishnah, that one is allowed to, to hold on to a pillow to be used for sleeping or a cushion during the day, but it must be returned at night. And the plow can be held during the night, but must be returned during the day for the person to use. And one has a prohibition from from withholding it from the borrower at the time it is normally used. As the Rambam quotes the Sifri, which brings biblical, a biblical source for this commandment from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 24, verse 12, which states, Leisishkav Bavete, do not sleep with his garment. And the Sifri explains, it does not really literally mean a prohibition from sleeping with his garment. That also you're not allowed to do. But over here it comes to teach you something else. Do not even lie down to sleep when his garment is still in your possession. If it's something which needs to be used at night, do not hold on to it at night when you go to sleep. You must return it to him. And as the Rambam explains, the person is poor and needs this object. He doesn't have a whole pile of things which he can use that you can hold on to his cushion and he has others to spare. That because of his poverty he has no other. As the Rambam shows that this explicitly from the book of Exodus chapter 22 verse 26 which states, Kihiksuse levado. This is his only garment. He This is the garment he uses to cover his skin. And therefore, because of his poverty, one must return the object to him since he has no other. The details of both of these commandments are discussed in the ninth chapter of the Talmudic tractate Baba Metziah. At first glance, this commandment that one is required to return the security to the borrower seems not to be totally understood. After all, the whole reason you took the security it was in order to ensure repayment. Now that repayment has still not occurred, why is it that you have to return the security? The whole reason for taking the security is to ensure that the money would be paid back. If it's not paid back and you give it back anyway, what's the whole point of the security? The Rebbe Shlita, in Yonash Altaitis Achsidis, also available in English on the essence of Chsidis, explains this idea of returning the security according to the Chsidic philosophy, where it becomes very, very clear. The Rebbe starts with an introduction that there are different categories of mitzvahs. There are chukim, commandments which have no reason whatsoever, such as basr b'cholov, the prohibition against milk, milk and meat, mixing milk and meat, and so on. On the other extreme, you have mishpatim, 
laws which have a reason, such as the prohibition against theft and not to murder and so on. However, Hasidic philosophy teaches us that even the mishpatim, the laws which have a reason, are not based on reason. These laws also have the same source as chukim. They are just as high as these chukim which have no reasons, decrees which are higher than the level of reason. The only difference is that the mishpatim, the statutes which we do see a reason for, have come down to such a level that we can understand at least some of the reason. But ultimately, they come from a level which is higher than any understanding, uh, from the same level as chukim which is incidentally why we see in the Ten Commandments so much stress on mishpatim, common things, things which we would understand. Why is it that we need such a stress on things which we understand ourselves anyway, that you're not allowed to steal and so on, not allowed to kill? And the reason is given that we have to realize that we do things not only because we understand them. We do things not for the reason involved. We do it because of our desire to fulfill the will of Hashem, Ratzon Hashem, which is higher than any reasoning. Which The commandment is a commandment not because such a thing will be accomplished or there is such and such a reason for it. It is a commandment because Hashem decided this would be the commandment. This is the whole reason, the whole Justification for the commandment is higher than reasoning. It is because Hashem has commanded it and He wants us to follow it. And this applies not only for the chukim, which have no reason, but even the mishpatim, which do have a reason. We are required to transcend this reason and fulfill the commandment because of God's will. And so too, here in our commandment to return the security to the borrower. Why, Why is it that you hold a security, you are called on to it to ensure repayment. So if so, why should you have to give it back? Why should you have to return it, even if he didn't pay you? And here we see the explanation. The commandment is not only to ensure the person is going to pay you back. That's not the only idea of a becausing, of a security. Hashem has given us a commandment to return the security. You have a commandment, positive commandment, 199. Give the security back back to the owner, back to the, to the borrower who has given you the security. Aye, he has not yet paid off his loan. Why should you return it to him? But we're not doing the mitzvah bec- only because of the reason involved. Returning itself is a mitzvah. This is the will of Hashem, that you should return the security to the borrower. And therefore, even though we don't totally understand in this case why we should do so, nevertheless, we connect ourselves with the essence of Hashem, with His will and wisdom, that He wants us to return the security. And even though in this case we do not understand the reason, our reasoning is not the basis for fulfillment of the commandments. We fulfill them in order to to strengthen our band to Hashem. And even more so because Hashem says with no reason whatsoever. As Chassidus explains the statement, Schar mitzvah mitzvah, that the reward of the mitzvah is the mitzvah itself. Mitzvah comes from the word tzavsa a connection. So what's the reward for doing a mitzvah? 
Not that you get the desired result of the mitzvah. The, the connection you get with Hashem itself is the reward for the mitzvah. And therefore, regardless of what will be the result of returning the security or not re- returning the security, since you have fulfilled the will of Hashem by returning the security, you gain this connection and you gain the ultimate purpose of the mitzvah, which is higher than any reason that we can discern or understand.